Hey listeners, welcome to the Surf Coast Creatives Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Mellington, and with me today is my co-host, Ben Hucker. My co-host, Jess. Well, <laughs> you own me now, do you? <laughs> I own you. Well, good to be here. I guess I'm the hostess host with the most, aren't I? You if are. You, if you're the hostess with the mostess, then I must be the, the host with the most. Is that right? That's what I was trying to say, but... Well, it's only taken 10 episodes and <laughs> you nearly got the intro right, so getting there. <laughs> getting a lot better. Yeah, this is episode 11 for those who are listening out on the out on the roads, wherever you listen to the podcast. Legs 11. Legs 11. Very excited for this one. We get to wrap up season one. So we've had 10 episodes so far, all bringing, bringing to you all the Surf Coast greats, I, I should say. Surf Coast greats, yep. Yeah, I think so. Where's what? this going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the intros are getting better and um, yeah, they'll become great over time. <laughs> can you believe we've done 10 episodes? I can now. It was very nerve-wracking at the start and still is, but I think we've done a good job. Oh, it's been massive. I can't believe we've done 10 episodes already. It's gone super fast. Yeah, we had a month lead up into the podcast to begin with and then boom straight into it and we've done 10 episodes so it's 10 weeks so it's basically three two and a half months yeah yeah we've been going and add another month on to getting ready and all the rest so about three months into the podcast so still very young still very early days but we're getting to the point where we need a break don't we yeah absolutely um how many downloads do you reckon we've had so far that one, i can tell you two? exactly one or two you reckon? Yeah, Dad tuned in on one episode, Mum tuned in on another, and so we've had about four. No, <laughs> that is not true. We've had almost 2,000 downloads as we speak. Are you serious? I am serious. So realistically, I was expecting about three to 400 downloads because I hosted a podcast last year for a company in Torquay called Rapid Ascent. We built it from zero to 10,000 downloads in, in 12 months, so... Yeah, we are averaging in the beginning about four or five hundred downloads an episode. And we we're only doing a monthly episode. So I thought realistically, you know, that was on a on a membership or email database of nearly forty five thousand people. We started from scratch from zero. For the Surf Coast Creatives. And we're already at nearly two thousand downloads, so I cannot believe it. That's so good. So, some other stats while we're here, I have them in front of me that I've prepared earlier, Jess. Read them out for us. So yeah, nearly almost 2,000 downloads on 10 episodes. Um, hopefully we'll tick over 2,000 downloads by the time this goes to air on Thursday. It goes live into the potosphere. We've got 204 <laughs> regular listeners to, on the Surf Coast Creators podcast. Mm-hmm. And where are they coming from? All over the place. You wouldn't believe it. So 85% obviously from Australia. Um we got 6% from the Netherlands, so a big shout out to our <laughs> listeners in the Netherlands. I hazard a guess that's due to Case, our guest for episode number 10, number 10 last week, the mm-hmm. Urban Edible Gardens. So a big shout out to all the Dutchies out there. <laughs> uh, next, United Kingdom, about 3% of our audience. A big shout out to all the Brits, probably due to Caroline Maxted, episode number 9, who is British. Mm-hmm. Also, then... her partner Ed is British as well. And then United States of America, uh, number three. So about 1% of our audience from America. I think we had a few tuning in from California, mm-hmm. from Leslie Ep- Leslie's episode, and also Jeff Crow, who's a Californian. So pretty interesting. But yeah, the bulk of that in Australia. And then I noticed just a little bit further down, we have six listeners from France. What are the Frenchies doing here? Uh, bonjour. Bonjour. I nearly said au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Peace out. A <laughs> uh, big hello to all our listeners in France. And uh, we've got, got a few downloads in Chile, Argentina, Malaysia, Austria, Panama. Panama. Very so cool. So getting a few downloads in South America, which is great. Yeah, I'd love to head that way. Maybe and then we can take season two to. Oh. When we finally get out of this corona lockdown, I would oh, love to yeah. go to South America and take the Surf Coast Creatives worldwide to Panama direct. <laughs> yeah. No, not worldwide, just South America okay. to begin with. <laughs> Sorry. 
Don't grow too big for your boots. And then California and other places. We actually planned longer term to take this into different regions. So we've got the Surf Coast Shire here on the Surf Coast in Victoria on the west coast, west of Melbourne, about an hour west of Melbourne. And we were going to take it up to Byron Bay and Margaret River and that's still our plan longer term. But obviously we can't do much with the restrictions at the moment and lockdowns in place. So, mm -hmm. But if you're tuning in from Margaret River or Byron, Byron Bay or other Surf Coast Shires around Australia, mm -hmm. uh, reach out and let us know about some creative people in your local area. We'd love to interview them. Mm -hmm. Definitely. We've had some um, really good feedback from some listeners in Warrnambool who are loving the podcast and have sent through some some guest ideas. So maybe we could head that way. Yeah, some <clears throat> excuse me. Some exciting stuff happening down there. Warrnambool, windy Warrnambool. Some windy really, Warrnambool. really talented people down there. So we're going to be... When we say Surf Coast, we are pretty loose on where we interview people. So Surf Coast, you know, as long as they embody the values of the Surf Coast Creators podcast, then we are more than willing to interview them. So keep sending them through. Mm, maybe that's uh, maybe that's a good lead into just talking about what some of our values are for any new listeners. Can you run through them for us? Well, you've put me on the spot there, Jess, but um, <laughs> our values, well, number one, creativity. Yep. Creativity, we believe, can be nurtured, whether you are born with it or not, or we believe it can be nurtured. Mm -hmm. So number one, creativity. Number two is having a go. Mm -hmm. So you know, not there. holding back, being willing to make mistakes, being willing to fail, um, and just sort of seeing that working nine to five and being locked in the office isn't the be-all and end-all. Doesn't have to. If you enjoy doing that, then kudos to you. But it doesn't have to be the be-all and end-all for a lot of people. So. Mhm. Mm Perfect. Number three. What's our third value? Uh, connectivity. So, well, connect, connection to our audience, which um, which pretty much inspires and drives this podcast. So we want to connect to as many people, like-minded, like-minded people as we can. That is true. I just remembered our three three values on the front page of the website that we put out when we started at South Coast <laughs> Creatives. And that was create, inspire, inspire connect, wasn't it? So That's creativity, it. inspiration, which we're providing via the podcast, hopefully. Actually, we get a lot of feedback from people in and around Torquay and the Surf Coast and friends and family and people just loving it, like lapping it up. I've had mm -hmm. people write in and say, you know, I did this course on Skillshare or um, Creative Live or other websites that we've mentioned, Masterclass, and had so much fun. Didn't know that ex that site existed until they listened to our podcast. So it's so good to hear. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots of people getting inspired. So connect, inspire, create. Exactly. All right. So we've done 10 episodes, Jess. We're going to, today's episode's a bit of a look back, a bit of a bit of reflection on the first 10 episodes. We've got to look back and reflect from time to time. Otherwise, it's just one day after the other, isn't it? So. Yeah, and we've learned a lot. So it's the perfect time to just go back and recap for new listeners, for people who've been tuning in, just to chat about what we've learned. And that's a good segue into our next segment. So a little introduction there, a couple of stats. I think we... Went through the major stats there. We can cover a few more off a bit later on, but for now, we're going to cover off seven things that we've learnt so far on the mm -hmm. Surf Coast Creatives podcast. Um, so this will take a little bit of time, but we're going to go through it. So the seven major themes that we've learned from on the Surf Coast Creatives podcast. Yep. Number one. Start us off, Ben. Number one, success doesn't happen overnight. So I think... Uh, there's no exceptions when it comes to, you know, building a business and taking your time and really putting in the work and the hard yards. Every single one of our guests, are, you know, you know that, that category of the three, four-year overnight success story, as they say. So mm -hmm. everyone has just put in a lot, a lot of work. And, you know, we're talking about four years, three or four years of grafting at a minimum. Yep. So it definitely doesn't happen overnight. Alan Imo, been at it for five years. Caroline Maxted from Maxted 
fashion at it for four years. Alison Smith at it for a couple of years. So, you know, Jesse and Sam at it for three years on mm-hmm. the surf coast. Jeff Crow, a photographer for almost 30 years, a leading sports Australian photographer. Now he's got the, the Bells Beach Brewery that's been in place for well, since the end of 2018, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, there's no secret. There's no recipe. There's no plug and play. There's definitely hints and tips and things that will accelerate your growth, but there's just no doubting that success doesn't happen overnight. I think that's been one of the major learnings for myself. Yeah, yep. Me too. All right, well, number two, um, this one's for me. So I reckon that my biggest lesson out of the podcast is um, that there's, there's more than one way to start a business. So a lot of the guests that have come on, I've been really interested in how they, the question where we talk about how they got started. I found it super interesting to listen to Alison Smith in episode four with her business, Mumacations, because I didn't realize that you could go out with an idea um, and find people to help you, like in terms of a mentor or a mentoring program. Um, you mentioned it's called an incubator program. Mm-hmm. So Alison talked about how she teamed up with Runway HQ, how she applied for different grants. There's, it just really struck me that there's, it's not just, you know, you have an idea, you build your Facebook audience or a website and then you plug it and send it out, you can you can do it a lot of different ways. And I found, I found that really, really interesting. Yeah, there's definitely no linear path. It's not you know, step one, set up website, step two, set up email, step three, open the doors, step four, make money, yeah. step five, watch the money roll in. Yeah. There's many, many different ways to, to start a business and turn your hobby into a... Into to a side hustle and then from side hustle into a full-time business. Yeah. So if, if you're a, a listener out there, like considering starting your own business, I'd highly recommend going through the podcast and finding out how each individual start individual business started. Because if you look back at the episode with Jesse and Sam, like yep. they, they have their business built for adventure. They built their van from themselves just decided to what put us put a few photos on Instagram just to put a memory bank together I guess and then next thing you know they're building vans for people all, all around Australia bringing their vans to their home and kitting it out for them yeah it's a good example and then there was Al from episode one just started making beds for a couple of friends and family yeah then the next minute they're Booked out Turning next over year. more than six figures, uh, running their business on the surf coast here in Australia. So doing a magnificent job. Mm-hmm. So number one, success doesn't happen overnight. Number two, Jess, there's more than one way to start a business. Let's go into number three then. Number three, find a niche and stick to it. So the riches are in the niches, <laughs> as they like to say in America. Niches. I think niche is the right word. It must the be a niche. French word or something. Niche. Niche. So let's run with niche. But every single one of our guests, once again, found a niche and they're sticking to it. Yep. You know, there's just a real, you see it among a lot of startup owners, they can start chasing the rainbow a little bit. And I know I'm guilty of this myself. You know, you chase one product, one service, and you get sick of it and you chase the next one, you give up on that too early. It's hard to see progress if you jump and change around. That's exactly right. If you don't give yourself enough time to find success, then you know who knows what you're leaving on the table if you're walking away from ideas too quickly. So mm. Alan Imo, custom-made Tim and Beds, very, very specific. Leslie Carvedo with her women yeah. photography. Like, uh, photography for lady entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So really, really specific market. Uh, Jeff Crow really, really knows his niche in the craft brewery space. So he doesn't want to be the next Byron Bay Brewery or anything like that. They're really concentrated on their niche in such a competitive industry, craft brewing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse and Sam, custom-made bands, band conversions. Mm-hmm. Very specific again. 
Alison Smith, episode number four. Um, vacations for stressed out mums. I mean, could you get any more specific than that? That's a yeah. real niche. Mm-hmm. We'll just keep going through them. So Dave Graham concentrates on uh, blacksmithing and artifacts. Not artifacts, but sculptures. sculpture. Mm-hmm. So there is that, again, temptation to go into artifacts and you know jewelry and things like that but he's focused on sculpture does the odd commercial project but mainly focused on sculpture uh wildlife education number seven xavier morello that was a sensational episode and again focusing on wildlife education for kids uh caroline max said episode eight focusing on women's fashion women's winter fashion realized that making bikinis and well not bikinis but summer fashion wasn't for her Mm-hmm. and now concentrates on women's fashion, the chocolatey, self-explanatory, chocolates on the surf coast and the Yarra Valley and the Mornington Peninsula. Case with urban edible gardens, very, very specific again, and Ali focusing on ethical brands. So again, that temptation to do work for anyone who, you know, as a marketing branding specialist, you could just say... I do marketing and branding for anyone that will pay me money, but she's focused on ethical branding. So the riches are in the niches. And find a niche and stick to it. That would be the major lesson. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's number three. So to recap, number one, success doesn't happen overnight. Number two, we've got there's more than one way to start a business. Number three, find a niche and stick to it. All right, so number four is my second point. So uh, I learned that all of the business owners, they know their customer inside out. They know who they're talking to and they really, really care about their customer. So if they come to them with feedback, whether it's positive or negative, they incorporate it into their business systems and they know how to please or um, help their customer find and solve a problem, solve, solve that problem. Yeah, I think that's spot on. Knowing your customer inside out is a rule number one of copywriting and content writing is to know your customer and know your audience, know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And we saw it with Ian and Leanne on episode 10 or 9 with uh, the Chocolatery. Mm-hmm. Ian prides himself on the way they treat the customer and they're about experiences, you know, it could be a business that could be considered a retail shop, but it's not. It could be considered a manufacturer, but it's not. They are in their business first and foremost of tourism and providing an experience, and their customer is so important to them. Alan Emo as well had that trouble in February with a couple of customers. They took it personally because they care so much about their customer mm-hmm. and made sure the problem was solved. And yeah. in hindsight, it probably wasn't a major issue, but for them it was very, very personal. Mm-hmm. Very, very close to the customer when you're running a husband and wife partnership or a solopreneurship. So yep. I think it's vital to to get that right in the very beginning. And mm. and a lot of the a lot of the businesses talked about like a qualifying questionnaire or something that they sent mm-hmm. out. So if you're someone who hasn't listened to all the episodes yet. Um, uh, our our guests talk about a questionnaire that they send out to get to know their customer to to really hone in on what they want and what they want out of their um, this product that they're going to get from the business and it just saves the just saves them a lot of time not going back and forth asking too many questions um, and yeah it's good yeah I remember that tip came up in. I think it was Jesse and Sam's episode. Yeah. They sent out a qualifying questionnaire because what happened, they were doing consultations with clients, you know, spending two, three hours with them, going over their van and the ins and outs of van renovation and mm-hmm. um, sending off a quote and things and not hearing back. It yep. just became such a time-consuming thing. So, yeah, yeah they send out a question. Excuse me, I shouldn't have had eight Weet-Bix before we had this started this <laughs> podcast, Jess. <laughs> got the burps over here (laughs) but um yeah just a a simple questionnaire Mm -hmm. 
And I know Alan Emo used one as well. Who else used one? It, was, it came up quite a bit on the podcast. Yeah, Leslie, I think she uses Leslie one for her. Leslie one. Um, I know that the Ellie Great uses Ocean one Road. For barefooted Branding. Great Ocean Road, they have one for feedback. And anyway, let's move on then. So number five, run us through it, Ben. Yeah, so number five... Relates to kind of relates to point number two, but digital marketing is not the be all and end all of start for starting a business. So it doesn't have to be a barrier. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So again, a couple of guests started their business with nothing more than a Facebook page and a hotmail address, a Gmail address, and off they went. So good example was Jesse and Sam just putting the word out on Instagram and. Uh, next minute getting some feedback from people looking at some of their work on Instagram and even before that they were just travelling around Australia and got a few comments about their van and got some inquiries on the back of that so no website no emails just other than their personal email Yeah. and uh, Al, Al, so Al from episode 1 again making some beds for, for friends and family and yeah just on the side on the weekends for the parents they made that bed for the parents yeah so it definitely doesn't have to be a barrier so you don't have to have all the bells and whistles lined up i think branding and digital marketing very important longer term but yeah i think there's this false belief that you need to have the website all set up uh, your email address set up your email sequences, your, your funnel. You hear so much about funnels online. You've got to have your funnel set up. You've got to have your ebook. You've got to have your lead magnet. Mm-hmm. Talking from a copywriter's perspective here, I know the, how the system works. I think longer term, those things are important. But initially, a website and a proper email address and all the rest need not be a barrier to starting a business and turning your, your hobby into a or your passion into a, a side hustle and then a side hustle into a full-time income. So... That was one of the major lessons for myself. I've always kind of known that intrinsically, but just from running a couple of my own businesses the last five years, but yeah. it was really obvious. I mean, Alison Smith, I think, to start with the Facebook page. Yeah, Jesse and Sam with the Instagram page. Um, can't imagine Jeff Crow had a website in the early days. It was, you know, his business was built on relationship and contacts, so you know, it, was, it was a bit of an eye-opener to see that it basically comes down to providing a high-quality product or service and solving a problem for that client or customer. You know, if there are lots and lots of problems out there to solve and running a business, you're basically solving problems. So as long as you're doing that, I think you can get started and make some income from your hobby or business if it's solving a problem, yeah. whether, whether that problem's a need or a want or whatever it might be. Um, I think people are going to be focused on that. I don't think people are going to care if you come to them via Gmail as long as you're providing a good solution. Obviously, longer term, it's going to matter. Yeah. When you've got a 1,000 customers or high-profile clients that you want to get on board. But initially, I would say it's not a big deal. And that was uh, a really cool part of David Graham's interview when he was saying that he got on the phone and would just start calling yep. landscapers and just saying, hey, this is what I do. I make sculptures um, out of iron and steel um, and metal. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I thought that was an awesome way to get out there and get yourself known because the hardest thing is, like, opening a space. I know, for example, when I opened the gym, open the doors, set it all up, and didn't have anyone walking through. I was like, where are all my customers? And Mm -hmm. so it's really stressful to know how to get the word out and it's good to know that um, just because you're not a digital marketing whiz or you don't know all about that, it's not a deterrent to starting a business. So Not at all. And it's a good way to test ideas as well. We should mention that without dropping a bomb or a small fortune on a website and all the bells and whistles. So... You can basically test an idea by reaching out to people and trying to get that first client on board or first customer. Mm-hmm. And I, I did that with 
my first few clients as a copywriter, I was doing it on Gmail. I was mm. just using PayPal to invoice people. I still use PayPal to this day, so it's not very sophisticated, but it does the job. And you get paid. And get paid. <laughs> Minus the commissions from PayPal. <laughs> Thanks, PayPal. Thanks, PayPal. This is not sponsored by PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it will be in the future. <laughs> All right, so um, br- that brings us to number six. Uh, so this one's a point from me. Uh, I found it, I am a huge um, advocate for people looking after their mental mental health and I find it interesting to find out how people do, uh, look after themselves or, you know, is it just me that has an off day and wants to quit? Um, so number six, everyone has off days. It wasn't just one or two people, it was everyone. So that mm-hmm. was awesome to find out that, you know, not everyone's a superhero. These these people are doing amazing work, but they also have their their challenges, their low days, and just to find out how um, how they switch off or change their mindset so that they can continue. Yeah, good point. And it was a question no one really hesitated about either. So yeah, they just jumped There's on it. There's a few it. curly questions on our podcast, but that was a question everyone jumped in straight away. They could relate immediately. They could just think of a day. Oh, yep, I had a bad day last week. It was never, oh, I don't have bad days. Yeah. Everyone has bad days. And mm-hmm. rather than throwing in a towel, each of our guests have sort of developed little methods and procedures for just shutting their laptop, going for a surf, going for a walk, whatever it may be. Yeah. And just switching off for the day, the afternoon, spending more time with the kids, talking to a mentor, getting some perspective, learning some new skills, rather than you know, throwing in the towel, switching ideas and chasing the next big idea. So just having some time out. And I know I've employed that strategy in my own business the last couple of months. You know, if, if you have trouble with a client on a particular day, then can be a matter of just getting some fresh air and going for a walk. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the um, guests talk about embracing where we live. So we live in such a beautiful part of the world. Mm-hmm. We, unfortunately, sorry, Melbourne listeners, can just jump outside whenever we like, go for a surf, go for a walk, and, you know, clear the head, clear, clear some space. Um, and we actually talked about that. Also on episode 10 with Case and Ali about letting yourself become bored, letting yourself just switch off to let the creativity flow. So all of our listeners in Melbourne just switched off. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Big shout out to all our listeners in Melbourne. I think I said at the start, 85% of our audience is from Melbourne. So thereabouts, it's not that much, is it? 59%. 59%. 59%. 59%. Out of the 85% of Australian so listeners. Big shout out to all our city dwellers who are tuning in. Yep. Locked down and wearing your masks and things and not trying to make you envious or jealous, but just a big hello and thank you very much for your support. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll see you down the surf coast when restrictions ease up a little. So where are we at, Jess? Number... We're just about to go into number seven. So number seven, our big curly question at the end of each podcast is, can creativity be nurtured? And I think the majority of people said that creativity can be nurtured. So it's not something you're born with. It's not, oh, he's creative and I'm not creative and things like that. It's, I think it was only, only Caroline Maxted and Dave Graham that said, you need to be born with it. One, and two, it needs to be nurtured. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest said that creativity is inherent in human nature and it can be nurtured no matter who you are. And I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Probably a good example, having worked for 12 years in finance, you know, my life used to be suit and tie, polished shoes, nice haircut, spreadsheets, data, Bloomberg, terminals, three screens in front of me for 10 plus hours a day analyzing, researching, and all the rest. And wouldn't, I wouldn't have considered myself a creative person. Mm-hmm. Studied commerce, did applied finance at university, and I spent 10 years sort of getting frustrated and not feeling that that was really the right career path for me. So I ended up 
two years ago um, going on a trip to Asia, Southeast Asia. So lived in South Yarra for almost 12 years. Packed in South Yarra, packed it up, uh, left a couple of beds at mum and dad's and <laughs> took off, packed a bag. And yeah, just had the trip of a lifetime and realised that finance is not really where I wanted to be in life. So I ended up sort of pursuing my creativity. I was pursuing it a little bit more before leaving Melbourne. What made you What made you start? Uh, I was basically got back from a holiday and I was we had a couple of days off before I was heading back to work, back to the office. Yep. And I was bored out of my brains and it was a hot summer's day. I remember it vividly. And I just thought it was January as well. It had been a holiday at the start of the year. And I just thought it's going to be another year of, you know, same old, same old. How do I shake this year up a little bit? And I was just feeling really uninspired. So prior to that, I'd read a book uh, by Tim Ferriss called The 4-Hour Workweek. And I took some action based on that. It kind of changed my perspective on the way the world works. And, you know, we don't have to do some of the things that we're, we're told to do or encouraged to do or pressured to do in some cases. And um, I started taking some... It's got lots of really great hints and tips in that book. For, for those who've read it, you'll know what I mean. And lots of links and things and... There was a link in particular to a, a website called Skillshare. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on. Yep. And, yeah, Skillshare.com. I was searching around. I've always loved photography. I found a course on urban and cityscape photography Yep. by this guy called Trashhand, who was a, a city photographer in Chicago, phenomenal photographer, just so talented. Got about half a million followers on Instagram, such as the quality of his photos. And I did his course, and he's just absolute perfectionist and so passionate about cityscape photography. So I, w I zipped through that in an afternoon. Next minute, I'm out there taking photos of, of the city and the cityscapes and urban life, basically, and I got hooked. Yeah. I eventually um, turned that into landscape and surf and adventure photography, but yeah, initially it was all about the cityscapes and... Yeah, that's just that feeling of finding something or rediscovering it. Something I was really passionate about at high school. I studied it in year 12. So photography, did graphics, did English, did literature, did physical education. So, you know, there's a mixture of creativity there and being outdoors and being active. Yep. In addition to reading and writing and the rest. So kind of dropped all that and pursued a life, a more commercial life. Numbers. Because I thought that would, you know, that's the, that's the golden path, mm -hmm. safety and security. But yeah, there was something missing. So, rediscovered photography, and rediscovered my creativity, which I didn't know I had. But I learned some basic principles about composition and all the rest, and aperture and shutter speed, some of the technical side of photography, and then obviously composition. Yep. I mean, you could have any sort of camera and still take a good photo as long as you've got some basic knowledge about composition. Went out there, put it into action and got really good feedback on Instagram. Again, similar to some of our guests, just putting their work out there, getting feedback mm -hmm. and decided just to continue on with it. So yeah, just have a look back. <coughs> and we're back. Just had a small coughing fit. I think I've got a wheat pick stuck halfway down the throat. <laughs> Really shouldn't have had eight wheat picks before <laughs> we started. But anyway, just didn't look back. I uh, loved it. Couldn't get over that feeling when I discovered, rediscovered photography. It's like catching your first wave. It's just something you never forget. It just fills your, your body. You can feel the excitement. I think I've just been trying to rediscover that feeling ever since. And it's the same with surfing. Once you get that first wave, like the adrenaline and the excitement. Yeah. And you're, all you're doing, you're, the rest of your surfing ambitions are just trying to rediscover that feeling sometimes you get it sometimes you don't yeah um it's discovering new skills and building on that creativity that's when you get that feeling mm -hmm. otherwise it's you know, it's you got to get through that grind as we've seen and with point number one success doesn't happen overnight i expected to be a world-class photographer overnight but i'm not so it's taking time and but you got to keep persevering that's the main thing yeah, definitely. 
And Jess, can we talk about your creativity? Would you have considered yourself a creative person? Well... At the beginning of this podcast? No. I don't know. I, I love personality. I don't know if you heard me talk to Leslie about it, but... Um, discovering a person's personality. So I have taken a lot of personality tests over the years. And one I was given um, two years ago by an ex, uh, my old client, Um, his name's Bob. And I've taken this test and it said that I'm in the middle of left and right brain. So left brain is like all smart and analytical. And then your right brain is super creative, expressive, where all that um, creative side comes from. And I took this test and it said that I'm bang in the middle. So I'm equal parts creative as I am equal parts um, analytical. So if you had, so basically I think that I have a little bit in there, but I'm not one way or the other, like you wouldn't see me. I have started drawing and painting a little bit, but I don't stick to it daily. I don't go out and do photography, but I do think the the podcast has been a really cool way to uh, express my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, I find I'm a personal trainer um, by trade, so I love creating programs for people. Yep. Is that? Cons- I think that's creative. Absolutely. But... <laughs> I think that's one of the things we've discovered. It's not about oil paintings on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It's in your just... sunroom, it's. Creativity can be so much, so yeah. many different disciplines. Like you can have someone who's methodical, like an engineer, mm-hmm. uh, think thinks in a methodical manner, but super, super creative. Yeah. Albert Einstein was a mathematician and genius and very, very, very creative person. Yeah. So I think it comes in many different shapes and forms, not yeah. just arts and crafts and, you know, your hobbies. and. Yeah. It's just letting yourself... I think it's important to, to be able to, like, from the podcast, I've also learnt that, that it's important to um, to give yourself the space to be creative. Um, yeah, that's basically mine. I, don't, I wouldn't say that I was born with some uh, amazing talent, like, I don't know what, mm. but I wasn't born with anything, but I definitely have passions for... Um, sport, health and fitness and I um, pursue those, learning about those. And now I really enjoy working on the podcast. I love networking or making friends or meeting new people. So this podcast was an excuse to do that. So that's where I've kind of loved having people around or meeting new people and chatting to them. But Yeah, it's been great meeting people. We've had a few people over for dinner, all sorts of things. So just catching up with coffee as well. Mm-hmm. Made a lot of new friends doing the podcast, actually, so it's been great. Yeah. Especially in this lockdown, time of lockdown. <clears throat> we've done some really cool things, like we've been out to Xavier Morello's place, Wildlife Exposure. We went around and in the second half of that podcast, we got the chance to feed the animals and meet meet his workplace friends. Friends, <laughs> and... little snakes and your yeah. favourite. <laughs> That was so scary. But he Where did that snake get to? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's safely in its enclosure. We hope. (laughs) (laughs) And then we went to David Graham's workshop in in Ashmore Ashmore Arts. Freezing cold morning but a lot of fun. Yeah. Made us a little pendant from just a a raw piece of metal. Metal. Yeah, it's a gum leaf beautiful we'll post that up on our instagram page if you want to have a look but that's um, a beautiful piece that like just something that you wouldn't expect to to get or see made and it just made this time in coronavirus like uh, it's gone quick it's gone quick and we've actually done things like we've gotten out of the netflix yeah um binge 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 session (laughs) yeah and just being able to meet people, create something cool, and hopefully inspire other people to, yeah. to get out there and just make the most of this weird and wonderful time. Yeah, it definitely is a strange time, and 
Well, sorry, I, read, I think I read a news story this morning about alcohol intake and how it's, it's almost doubled for a lot of people and people, you know, hitting the beers at four o'clock and, you know, and then the next day it's three o'clock and all of a sudden you're, you're having a couple of drinks and all well and good at the start just to try and comprehend what was going on. But now it's just We're six turning in into now. an unhealthy habit for a lot of people. Yeah. So if you're tuning in and want to do something other than hit the drink when you get home, <laughs> I'm guilty. I've had a couple of vinos on a on a nightly basis, but it's usually one before dinner and just one with dinner as well. Yep. Don't like waking up with headaches and dehydration and the rest, so yeah. it's just a couple over dinner and then yeah, spending time on some creative activities and, well, doing client work most of the time, so mm-hmm. or going surfing, going to the gym. I know those things are possible for a lot of people right now, but even yeah. just creating um, the studio space to like last week we moved all of your photography into into the second room and um, yeah just clearing out a space to be creative and like that was cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We're actually in the creative studio right now, Ben's private creative creative studio. The only hour of the week that I'm allowed in here. <laughs> <laughs> you got 10 minutes to go and then let's oh, kick God, you out. Oh, God, quick. So, yeah, we went off on a little tangent there, but I think we can just re-summarise. So, number one, success doesn't happen overnight. These are the seven things we've learned from doing the podcast. What Number one, success doesn't happen overnight. Number two. There's more than one way to start a business. Number three, find a niche and stick to it or a niche. A niche. Number four, know your customer inside and out. And treat them with a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, digital marketing is not the be-all and end-all for starting a business. Number six, everyone has off days. Number seven, creativity can be nurtured in our belief. Woo! There we go, there's seven <laughs> things. That's it. <laughs> All learning. So, All learning. Um, next, we, we alluded on social media during the week. Let's face it, Jess, last week was a week we'd rather forget. It was a very, very heavy week, emotional week. But we wanted to talk about what happened on the podcast today. So for those who don't know, and that would be a lot of people, Jess and myself, we were expecting our first baby in February next year. So Mm -hmm. Jess and I are partners, if you didn't know that. (laughs) A few people have commented and said, oh, I didn't know you guys are actually together. So we are business partners and... Love our partners. Life partners. Life partners. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, expecting our first baby February last next year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it hasn't worked out, has it, Jess? So without being morbid and, you know, down and out and it's been such a, a great start for the podcast, we don't want to finish on a, a low note. We just want to just pay homage and our respect to all the mums and dads out there who've lost a child through miscarriage or... Yeah. unborn or many one of the many many complications and things that can go wrong when you're having a baby so our hearts go out to you and yeah we, we just, just wanted we I guess we wanted to talk about it because we've spoken about it with a few friends and family and we've realized how common it is not yeah. that it makes it any easier but it's just one of those things that gets brushed under the carpet I think it's a lot of suffering and silence for a lot of people yeah and it's an experience I don't want to go through again, touch wood. Yeah. And not fun, but... Yeah, so we were, um, well, I was seven weeks pregnant this time last week, and we'd had a, without going into too much detail, we just had a um, a lot of pain and ended up in emergency over the weekend twice. Um, we couldn't weren't told what was really going on they couldn't figure it out it's just more of a wait and see sort of pattern that happens Um, and then on Monday uh, we went in to the ultrasound appointment unfortunately given the current circumstances of coronavirus um, Ben wasn't allowed in the room with me which made it a lot harder than it had to be but these are the rules that are in place so if you can imagine going in hoping to see 
um, everything well and good, the heartbeat on the monitor, and then finding out that you basically your baby stopped growing. Um, that was really difficult and just something that, like, I just, I just really can't put into words. But um, yeah, Ben and I, Ben was allowed to come in later to talk to the doctor and find out um, that that had happened. So we just kind of wanted to put it out there that, um, yes, it is common, but it's it's really healthy to talk about it with friends and family and not, yeah. So. Yeah, it's probably the main point. You don't have to care. I know uh, for myself, when I told a few mates last week, a few friends and family, it made it so much easier for me. It felt like a very isolating and lonely experience prior to that, even though it was with you and yeah. very caring doctors and nurses and all the rest. But prior to that, a very, very isolating and just you feel helpless. There's yeah. nothing you can do. There's nothing the doctors could do. Yeah. It's it's. I think that's probably why it gets brushed under the carpet a little bit because there's there's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. And it's one of those natural things that that's happened. And not, as I say, as we say, it's it doesn't make it any easier. Um, it's a beating heart one minute and gone the next. So. That's really, really something really, really difficult to to think about and and deal with. So yeah. So so we're gonna take a month off after this episode, um, just to regroup, um, get prepped for season two, and yeah, we just wanted to thank everyone for your support and um, just know that we're we're still here. We just need a little bit of a break. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been a hectic start and obviously we lost our jobs in March as well. So it's been a funny year mm-hmm. and we've loved every minute of the podcast and doing the podcast, but we just need a little break. So we'll be back in September for season two and yeah, um, but the main thing is we just wanted to say that I thought if you know, if you've lost a, yeah, if you've been if, through something similar like reach out we we are more than happy to talk about our store our I don't know what the word is what's the yeah, word? Well now it's a story isn't it so yeah our story and talk about our experience if it helps like we're here for our community and we're very grateful that we've received a lot of love um, and support and it is okay to talk about things like absolutely and for guys too guys aren't going to go to work and go hey the missus just had a miscarriage like it's just it's a it's a tough conversation but it's a conversation that needs to be had whether it's with your mates or work work friends or yeah and just being able to have that time off work like yeah opening up and yeah it's a it's a time to grieve Absolutely. People yeah. say, I've heard of women that have had miscarriages in the past, you know, it's just a fetus, it's not, it's less than three months and it's not a human life and things like that, but if you had a young child and it passed away and you would have 300 people at your funeral, it'd just be the most yeah. devastating event. We have, we've had some friends in um, on the surf coast who lost a little bubba very early on and it's traumatic and devastating so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's really difficult and it's a difficult experience I don't think it's anything that can be sort of hashed over mm-hmm. we've had obviously had to pick our socks up and get on with things and pay the bills and pay the mortgage like life goes on the sun comes up each day you got to get on with it but there it needs to be a time to grieve and there needs to be a time for you to reach out and you know, there's plenty of support out there and people there people are and nothing more than welcoming and we've had so much support, so Yeah. Alright. Well let's move on to a little bit more of a happier note. We do have a new sponsor to announce. Way, way. How good's this, Ben? Episode number eleven and we have a sponsor. This is getting real. <laughs> 
podcast is getting real. We got a sponsor. We've got a sponsor. Who's the sponsor? Well, it's actually um, a big one for us because we both love this sponsor. Um, you just touched on it in the podcast, and a lot of our guests have um, touched on it as well. And it is Skillshare. 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 Skillshare.com. That's it. So, so what do they do, Jess? Well, we just talked about it before, but they offer, they run courses online for you to get your creative juices flowing. So you can learn anything you want to, um, whether it's photography that Ben, ben talked about before, uh, writing, what else is there? Tell us about uh, it. Videography. Business, entrepreneurship, all sorts of stuff. They've got thousands of online classes. So. I've done bookkeeping and accounting on there. You've done the photography. So it's basically there to help you improve your professional skill set. Uh, maybe you want to... St- oh, excuse me. Those wheat bix have really got to me. <laughs> uh, maybe you want to start a new side hustle. You know, you mean listening into the podcast and you're getting a few ideas. Maybe that that's, that's for you. Yeah. Uh, maybe you want to pursue a passion project a little bit harder, a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So much more. I mean, you could just do it out of curiosity. Yeah. Which is why I initially did it and then rediscovered photography. So Skillshare.com, make sure you log on. We're going to have some links, some special links for our listeners so you can get two months free via the Surf Coast Creators podcast. We'll include the link in the blog page and the accompanying show notes. Mm-hmm. that go out on iTunes and Spotify and all the rest. So look out for the link when we publish the episode. Yep. So two months free. And I think it's people are probably thinking, oh, this costs thousands of dollars. You know, it's like a university degree. And mm-hmm. it costs about $20 a month, I think, from last, last time I checked, the last time I got charged. I still use it month to month, and it's fantastic. Always learning new skills. I've learned a lot of... Uh, the Adobe Creative Suites I've learned InDesign and Photoshop and Lightroom and um, Illustrator and um, Adobe Audition as well Yep. for videos. So lots and lots of really world-class mentors and teachers as well. So they've got a mentorship program, which is extra, I think, but they've got little Facebook private groups and discussions to talk about all sorts of stuff relating to your topic of interest. So it's brilliant. Yeah. I'm so, so glad to have them on board. Absolutely, and we've had a lot of get um, a lot of feedback and questions coming in about how to get your side hustle project off the ground, or how to you know nurture that creativity that we talk about. And this is definitely one way um, to do that. So we re- highly recommend this, and yeah, we're excited to have them on board as a sponsor. Oh, it's gonna be so good. So we can have some links, two months free, or if you want to pay today and just get going, then you get 30% off. Perfect. I think and that's it... 30% off month to month, or yeah. <laughs> so no commitments. <laughs> no commitments. Cancel any time. And buy now. Buy now. All right. So moving on for season two, we should get into this because we need some guest ideas. So for listeners out there. If you know a creative entrepreneur who loves to talk, doesn't have to love to talk, but it helps, can talk for an hour about their business um, and can handle a bit of um, banter from Jess, banter, awkward pauses from me, the likes. <laughs> um, yeah, get in touch with us via the email. You can email me at jessm at surfcased surfcoastcreatives.com M for Mellington M for Mellington or Ben H at surfcoastcreatives.com H for Hucker Harry H for Harry okay and then (laughs) um, or you can jump on the website www.surfcoastcreatives.com and subscribe to the podcast yep um, and find out what's been going on what's coming up and go from there. Yeah, we've, I don't think we've even scratched the surface in terms of guests and what people are doing up here on the surf coast. We've had a small snippet with the first 10 episodes, but mm-hmm. the second 10 is going to be epic. So we're going to take it to a whole new level. Yep. So if you're out there listening in and you want to get yourself on a podcast, get some exposure, we've had nearly 2,000 downloads, mm-hmm. 210 regular listeners week to week. 
That's a yeah. lot of regular listeners and over 200 email subscribers as well who we email on a weekly basis. So yep. reach out to us, but otherwise we're coming to you as well. We're on the hunt. We're on the hunt. <laughs> Still on the hunt. Season always two. on the hunt. We're always on the hunt. Um, and that just reminds me that if there's anyone out there who's looking for an awesome way to reach their audience, podcasting is a pretty cool way to do it. You can be very specific with what you talk about. And we are in the business of setting up podcasts. So we've had a few inquiries um, about this as well. So we're just touching on all the things that we get emailed about day to day. And people... If it, there's anyone out there who wants to run their own podcast, get in touch. We have a program start um, that you can start and, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've got a few different packages there so we can do the whole lot for you. You just have to show up and host your, your own podcast. We can even host it for you if you, if you really want us to, but <laughs> just love to do that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we can show you the technical ins and outs and all the rest and, or the full package is us just doing the, everything for you. You just have to show up and interview your guests. So let us know if that's of interest to you and your little niche. Perfect. Niche. Niche. All right, let's wrap it up, Ben. It's coming up close to an hour. Yes, Jess, it's almost been, it's been an hour. It's been 57 minutes. Oh, my gosh. We've got three minutes. Every yeah. episode we've said, right, short and sharp today, 45 minutes. Same again today, and we cannot get under 45 minutes. Last week went for an hour and a half. And, and that's been one of our biggest, uh, most downloaded podcasts. Nelly. Yeah. I don't know what Case and Ali did, but... Everyone loves it. Yeah, people are just frothing. <laughs> <laughs> Case would be frothing too. <laughs> and they're getting a few inquiries too for business, which is great. That's so good. I've, yeah, it's been our second most downloaded podcast over seven days behind mm-hmm. Alan Imo. Awesome. So look out, Alan Emo. They're coming, they're after, coming you. after you. So yeah, social, Jess, Facebook, Instagram. So we've got a handle, Surf Coast Creatives on Instagram and Surf Coast Creatives on Facebook. We are also on Pinterest. Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So you can pin some of our handy hints and you'll find us on the website as well. We're also... The podcast, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, iTunes, and that's about it. Lots and lots and lots more, but the majority of our listeners come from iTunes and Spotify. Yep, that's it. Really appreciate all your support, all your comments and feedback. Keep them coming. Let us know what ideas you have for the podcast going forward. This is your podcast as well, not just mine and Jess's. So let us know your ideas. We love seeing all your messages and Instagram and Facebook and things and email as well. Mm-hmm. And people contacting, it, contacting us directly via the website. We love it. So keep it coming. Definitely. Lots more hints and tips to come in season two. I know I love the hints and tips. and Yep. So we're going to keep a lot more of that coming, plus the inspiration, plus talk about business, entrepreneurship, creativity, all the rest, all the above. And we might get a couple of our guests back on for a second episode. So if you're interested in hearing from a particular guest or want to know more about their business and have some questions for them, send them on through to those emails that we mentioned before. We've got a few guests that also want to come back on. We have a lot of guests <laughs> that want to come back on. Case and Ellie want to come back on. Definitely. <laughs> Do another show. So, yeah, looking forward to season two. Cannot wait. But in the, in the meantime, we need a break. Jess, you particularly need a break given the physical exhaustion of the past week. So we're gonna we're heading up to the high country, up to Beechworth. Yeah. Barring any more f- restrictions between now and the now and the end of the week. That's it. But as you as you be listening to this episode, we'll be packing our bags and getting ready to get away for a week. So. That's it. Driving up there, ready to take on some trails. Staying in a country trails. property. It's gonna be lots of photography. Mm-hmm. bit of mountain biking so stay tuned for that yeah it's gonna be awesome can't wait we'll be active on social media we're not going to disappear we'll be active on social media and talking more about our new sponsor skillshare as well so skillshare.com yeah and don't forget surfcoastcreatives.com and subscribe if you haven't already thanks guys jess we nailed it we nailed it <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> favorite thanks guys favorite podcast legs 11 Woo! legs 11 thanks for tuning in see ya